Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody welcome back to the lockdown red wings podcast today is thursday january 28th 2021 and the red wings uh have just suffered their first overtime loss of the season uh on tuesday night in dallas they lost two to one to the stars after really outplaying them for a uh pretty sizable portion of the third period so we're going to get in to all of that do a quick little uh not, probably not a preview of tonight's game because it's the same exact game, uh, but maybe talk about it a little bit. Uh, in the meantime, I'm your host, Detroit Sports Editor Noel Bianchi, and the other host of this show is a former kidney stone survivor and longtime Red Wings fan, Ethan Smith. Uh, if you like what you hear on today's show or if you've uh, joined us before, do us a favor, press that rate, review, and subscribe button, and you can uh, make sure that every morning when you wake up, it'll be ready and downloaded for your morning commute. So in order to stay on top of things, subscribing is really uh, the only way to do that. But let us dig into this. And actually, we have to start, unfortunately, with the, with the post-game poem of sadness. So Brian, if you'll hit the music. Uh... <clears throat> Yeehaw, here we go. Two games down at Texas. Excited to see what these boys can do, but Jeff Blashill blessed us. <laughs> with Glenn Denton, Phil Bloom, good old Nielsen. Dominating time on ice. Just feels bad, man and we. <laughs> Giovanni Smith and Taro Hirose dump and chase. Vladdy beat Dobby. Alas, of course. Now that the game's done, the Red Wings are now 2-4-1. That's a real shame. You hate to see it. it Especially bad. after the 2-2 two and two start. You really Wait, hope can that... I, can I say the, the inaugural, at least we got a point. Oh, yes. Of the oh, year, baby. That, that warmed my heart. At least we got a point. That was great. <laughs> That was great. Thank I really, I, I really do miss those days. Uh, Jimmy Howard getting beat five hole in the shootout, and then, you know, yeah, well, yeah at least I he mean, got a point. We didn't even get to the shootout. <laughs> uh, so, like I said at the top of the show, I mean, this the Red Wings didn't. I mean, this game was well within reach. And typically, when they're playing a team like the Stars, they get to the third period, and if the score is close, it's some um, just hanging on for dear life, hoping not to uh, screw it up, hoping not to let the floodgates open. But this was uh, a far cry from one of those performances. I mentioned they had nine shots in the third period compared to the Dallas Stars only getting four. They had a power play with about four minutes left. But, uh, I mean, my first takeaway, and we can just jump into this now, at the end of the day, somebody's got to stop Jeff Blaschel because this team had a chance to win a game. Uh, they had Taro Hirose on the ice for like nine minutes last night and then put Valtteri Filippo out there for 17 and a half minutes or something like that. I think it actually might've been more, uh, by the time the game was over, but, um, that, that Filippo, Glendening and Nielsen line played double the amount of minutes of Hirose and Giovanni Smith when those two guys executed <laughs> the first successful dump and chase or dump and chase of the 2021 Red Wings season for the first Red Wings goal. Uh, Christian Juice dumped it in. Giovanni Smith kicked it over uh, along the boards, wrapped it around, and then Hiroshi found Nemesnikov 
out front for the first goal, first shot of the game. It was the Red Wings. It was. And, uh, and then we just didn't really get to see them that much for the whole rest of the game when they really could have needed them. You know, is, are we supposed to lose? Like, is this, is that the, is but, somebody telling us to lose? Like, is this what like, we, is somebody telling Blashill to put him on the ice that much? Because it doesn't make any, any sense at all that he's, that he's getting that much ice time. Yeah. And that young guys aren't getting anywhere near as much ice time when they were the ones that were on the ice when we scored. Would you not bump up their ice time? Has anybody checked if he has an earpiece in? <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. I don't think anybody. They make them pretty small nowadays. That's your job for next game is to just you're you're on blash cam, just seeing mm-hmm. if he like if he's like about to say something, then all of a sudden he like puts his puts his finger to his ear real quick, and then mm-hmm. and then changes no, he, his mind. He, pretend he's he probably disguised that well enough now. Where if it's anything, it's just a little turn of the head, like he's listening to something. Like, that. yeah. Okay. No. Hi, Bob. No challenge. Challenge that play. We know it's a good goal, but you guys are gonna penalty out of it. Challenge that. Challenge that. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm just really sick of hearing him say that young players aren't just going to be given ice time and that they have to earn it. And then when they do earn it, he gives the older guys ice time when he said that you had to earn it. And they, you know what else I don't get that whole sentence right there. We're a rebuilding team. We're supposed to be getting younger. Why would we not give our young guys more ice time? Yeah. Like, and like, and from no direction, does this make sense? This is ridiculous. I, you know what I'm sick and tired of? I don't want to see Luke Glendening as a net front presence on our power play in the rest of my life. I don't even know if that happened this past game, but I've seen it so far this year and I'm tired of it. I don't <laughs> want it anymore. Put anybody else out there. Rasmussen, please get him out there. I'm just, I'm, t- I'm so tired of it. Oh, you know, assistant captain got gave him, uh, it's written in his contract. If we give him an A that he's got to at least get overall throughout the season, at least 15 minutes average ice time. So Franz Nielsen's a big part of this team. We don't know where he's going to fit in. Like you said in the beginning of the year, we don't know where he's going to fit in, but uh, I, I got be, so excited when I heard that. I got so excited when I heard that. I'm like, wow, they really don't have a spot for Franz Nielsen. That's good news. And then that turned out to be false. I mean, obviously they're, they're missing a bunch of guys. And we should also mention too, that uh, Dallas is missing a bunch of their regulars. Obviously Tyler Sagan's out for most of the season. Jamie Benton. Uh, he's day to day. Ben Bishop is out. Joel Kivaranta, Blake Como, or Blake Como, uh, Gosh, Martin man. Hansel, and Stephen Johns are both on IR. Um, so they, right, they awesome. did have some. They did have some 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 guns missing, but uh, yeah, they had they had two twenty two caliber pistols and they beat us. Yeah, because we had knives. Right. Yeah, we had we had very blunt. Um, <laughs> um, we had like wiffle ball bats. And yeah. They had, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the only thing that I can think of to explain it is uh, Ted Coffin put out an article today. Uh, it says Red Wings looking to stay on the defensive. Um, and, and basically what it broke down to is Blashill saying that to win games, this team is not going to play an exciting game. Like they have to be defensive yeah, right. You have not, to play the old guys. Yeah. But that's so stupid. Why? Why are stupid. you trying to win games know. so bad? Why are you sacrificing the development of your young players I don't know. to win a Tuesday night game in Dallas in January in what will eventually be another lost season? But it doesn't have know. to be a lost season because you can have these bright spots. You can have guys who come up 
and impress and and say like hey that was like oh i'm glad we know that we have this and this guy i'm glad we know like how have we not seen gustav lindstrom yet or i mean even dennis chalowski folks I know, I know. I do, that's that's something I, that actually does baffle me when he signed. I know Mark Stahl was a um, was a salary dump, and we got a pick out of it. But I mean, Jesus, he could have had you could have had Lynchum in that spot. You could have thrown Chalowski out there. Like, does it does it? If we're gonna lose regardless, why would you not put some at least filter younger guys in there? Yeah. Why has Mark Stahl played six games in a row? Can you answer me that? And actually, to be fair to Mark Stahl, he hasn't done anything egregious in these last. No, he hasn't done anything years. wrong. He's oh, he's the new Erickson, and yeah. he's gonna have to get used to it. <laughs> uh, that's a little bit harsh, but you're. Exactly I don't care. Like you. The new uh, Eric Ebron. <laughs> also, I wanted to say this too. Do you? Th- are we now an anti-Blash podcast? I wouldn't say. Are you ready to were... take that stance? Are you ready to take that stance with me? Nolan? Are you ready to take that stance? I've yes. Yeah, I took that stance long before you took that stance. All right, cool. All right, for what cool. It's worth. It. I was cool. saying this Burn over it. the summer. You're like, Good. what do you want him to do? I'm like, I don't know. That's we something. were really bad last year. Well, I thought I thought I'd be different this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, evidently, <laughs> narrator voice. It was not, in fact any different uh we got some more Always stuff to get to. we got we got anthony mantha drama we got vladislav nemestikov and taro rosi making me look like a genius i i want to just harp on it for a second in the next segment as well uh but before we get to that i'll pump your tires i gotta talk to you today about betonline.ag that's right folks with college basketball the nba nhl in full swing there's only one place that has you covered and only one place that we trust. And that is betonline.ag, Ethan. You can sign up for a free account today. Our listeners can sign up for a free account today at betonline.ag and use our promo code LOCKDOWN for a 50% welcome bonus. You put $100 in, you get $50 extra. You take that $150, you bet on the Red Wings to lose by two every night. You keep doing that and eventually... You're going to be a very, very rich man. So uh, do not sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code LOCKDOWN to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. This is uh, Bertuzzi looking at Setaguchi across the ice, and your dead seems to be what uh, he is mouthing. And before we hop into segment two, just want to take the time to say that you can get more of the sports news that you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Day today, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, all right, back in segment two here. Before we get to Anthony Mantha, I just want to say yesterday, well, I guess the, the morning that this episode was posted, so Wednesday, I had a take. We we did two bold predictions each. And I said, Anthony Mantha and Vlaslav Nemestikov would be back in the good graces of Red Wings fans by the time they returned home from Dallas. Nemestikov scores on the first shot of the game, hits her goal of the season. Nostradamus. Anthony Mantha, right up until the final sequence, which we'll get to in a second. Not so bad. I mean, all things considered uh and then he wound up you know kind of costing the game uh 
you blew it. <laughs> and then I said that Taro Hirose was going to, to prove to be a productive guy in the bottom six. And he goes out and he gets an assist uh, pretty quickly into the game, despite not playing a lot of minutes. So I just want to take the time to say, uh, am I a psychic? You're a smart fella. I don't know if I believe in psychics, but you're a smart fella. Hmm. Why not? Just I've never had an accurate reading before. Have you ever had had an accurate reading before? Yeah, I go like once a month. I don't believe that. Um, So, yeah, I just want to take the time to my own horn there. Anthony Mantha, though, let's get to him. him. Because uh, the, the problem with him being engaged and then, like I said, it started to become a story. And in my head, I was like, okay, now it's become a story. Now he has to answer for it in the media, things like that. Maybe this is when things start to turn around. And at the end of the day, folks, let us keep in mind that they haven't played hockey in a very long time. And I, and I don't know if that is a, a good excuse, but it's one guy who's having a tough time with getting engaged. I think the problem is that, you know, we've known Anthony Mantha to have this problem from time to time. And then he comes out and he has a bang up training camp. Like he looked great in those red and white games. And I know it's, you know, he's playing the red wings and they're, you know, uh, prospects and things like that. But uh, I was really excited to come out of camp for him. He comes out last night, has a pretty decent game. In my opinion, uh, he was just looked more active. It looked like he was a lot more aware of his size, his physicality, things like that. Like you can tell when it's very much like Evgeny Malkin type, like there are times where Evgeny Malkin, you're like, how would you ever get the puck from him if he didn't want you to have it? And then there's other times where you're just like, what are you doing? And Anthony yeah. Mantha is not anywhere near the hockey player that Evgeny Malkin is. I'm definitely not saying that, Yeah. but it is the same level of frustration because you're relying on him to be one of your top producers. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think too, I think as I've gotten older, he's just a person. You know, he's trying his best or he's just pulling a Dubois. Maybe he wants to get out of here, but I don't think maybe, 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 you know, maybe he's going through some anxiety. It's okay. He's going to be okay. And plus, you know, it's not like he needs to be amazing this year. You know, this is now a pro Anthony Mantha podcast, Nolan. (laughs) I like how you did that. Um, Yeah. And so they they go all game and I'm thinking like, oh, wow, I'm going to say nice things about Anthony Mantha on the next podcast. And then uh, in overtime, he's like getting back. He overcommits on an odd man rush. And then Jason Dickinson just pops out into the high slot where he should be. And Anthony Mantha is standing straight up in the air. And it's like, you can just see his entire life flashing before his eyes. Cause he's like, Oh no. And uh, Jason Dickinson gets the one timer snipes, Grice, bada bing, bada boom stars win two to one. And uh, now it looks like Anthony Mantha's escape go to that loss when it should be Jeff Blaschel. But I mean, the optics yeah. of the optics of what transpired on in that final sequence for him were not good. Maybe maybe we should have traded for Dubois or Line. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of Steve Eisman's fault too. Yeah, blame Steve. Is yeah. this an are we an anti Steve Eisman podcast? I, I, now? I think we might have to be until he does something. Pro Dan Cleary, <laughs> anti. We should like formal. We should yeah. pick and choose who we like and who we dislike. <laughs> From the Red Wings our, front office, we're pro Dan Clary, on Twitter. Yeah, pro Sean Horkoff. We need two lists. Yeah, we just every naughty and nice list. list. Yes, and we can just we can figure out a way to like work some Red Wings puns in there. Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I wish I could. Um, 
Dylan Larkin only played 17 minutes. That was his lowest uh, total for the game or for the season. Uh, missed parts of the second period and then was not in practice today on Wednesday. Uh, so it'll probably be a game time decision. Although Blashill did say, I think he does expect him to be in the lineup for tomorrow. So uh, that's pretty solid. That's my captain. Um, how did you feel about the uh, fans being back in the stands? That was a weird sight. I thought they were just doing that shit in Florida. I didn't know they were doing it in Dallas. I guess I it's different down south, man. The weather's nice. People are in a better mood. <laughs> like, ah, people can go to, go to an ice rink. It's probably like half their attendance anyway in the regular season. Hey, oh, suck <laughs> it, Dallas, you yeah. irrelevant franchise. Yeah, boring, boring team. Um, there was a there was a hot mic last night, and I don't know. I I'm tr- I wish I could remember off the top of my head, but there was a hot mic, and you could hear a fan just like shouting all game. And it was just like these little isolated it's and it, cause it sounded like a coach and he's just like, move your feet Larkin. And it came through like crystal clear. I didn't even hear it in real time. I just saw it on Twitter. Cause I would just watch the games on lower volume, but That's it was crazy. So funny. Ah, sounds like a beer league game. Yeah. I'd like, like uh... to see that happening more and more, you know, with the Red Wings, you know, like nobody's in there. So like you just assume, it's you can just like hear the front office shouting from the press box <laughs> yeah, right. yeah it'd be really cool for the nhl to go, do some cool inclusive things like that but you just i just would never expect the nhl to do anything like that so you just hear steve arsman yelling at jeff blashill Philpa again yeah no! he just he just opens the door and, and, and lets out Philpa, and steve's like no jeff no well uh, he just like counter he he's gonna stop watch every single time nielsen gets off the ice and i'll just shout down three twenty <laughs> so he knows he's gonna cycle him back out there again oh <laughs> uh, holy smokes the uh one of the other things that i said about the uh keys to the series was to not get dummied on the power play last night the red wings didn't get dummied on the power play but they did lose a special teams battle uh Course. Dallas goes one for four. Detroit goes over three. And while that's not like a massive swing in the events, like that is the only, the only way you're going to win games against teams like the stars, like superior opponents is by capitalizing on special teams. You cannot lose the special teams battle against teams like Dallas or Carolina or Columbus and expect to come out with a win. I mean, we saw, how poorly they handled Chicago's and I was nervous about how they would handle Dallas's and they did pretty well, but that, that one goal that they gave up ended up kind of being the difference in the game. How about that net front? How about that net front presence too on, on their goal in the power play? Yeah. It, was, it went through Glenn Denning to um, yeah. Two Dallas stars players and our defensemen. And you just see Grice's shoulder pep out of the corner of the five wall, the five person wall in front of him. He's he like, oh, got okay, it well, too. the goalie didn't see that one at all. Yeah. He kind of almost got it too. Uh, but yeah, that was like, that was just as textbook of a set play on the power play off the faceoff yeah. as it comes. Like he wins the draw clean, guy kicks it back to the defenseman, the right wing kicks it back to the defenseman. He carries it to the center of the ice. It's basically how I tried to score an NHL 21 every time I win a faceoff, but it, it, it worked to perfection. And uh, I just get jealous. 
you know. It's almost just like the Red Wings, like, wait, you plays off the faceoff? Yeah. We were just trying to get, we were just going to try to get control of it. It's like, does Dan Pilesman know about this? You know, like, (laughs) all right, we're going into segment three here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Before we do that, uh, I got to talk to you guys today about rockauto.com. That's right, folks. With the ever increasing number of makes and models out there, it is now impossible to stock all the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why would you endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand that his warehouse happens to carry. I mean, you can, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Now, listen, folks, chain stores, they got different price tiers for professional mechanics and do it yourselfers. Now you at home, you're not a professional mechanic. You're a do it yourselfer. You're a guy who likes to save money. And you also, you're a guy who likes to show up to the party on the week. Well, not to the party on the weekends anymore, but show up to the weekend zoom calls with your buddies. And it's like, yeah. uh, what, yeah, what's up guys. Yeah. Just replace my brakes. And that's a really impressive thing to say. Then all your friends will be like, wow, like you're the coolest friend I have. And you'll be like, I know, uh, let me tell you about rockauto.com. So you can also be one of the cooler friends. Uh, when you go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, just write locked on and there. How did you hear about us box? And they will know that we sent you. They've got amazing selection. They've got reliably low prices and they've got all the parts that your car will ever need. It's rockauto.com. And before we get back into segment three, we also got to talk to you guys about Built Bar because the improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser than ever before. Let me tell you guys about these six new amazing flavors. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Ethan, I know that you recently had a box of Built Bar shipped to your house. Have you, uh, have you sampled enough to, to settle on your favorite in the box? Because it was a nice variety pack. You know, every once in a while when I know I have some stuff to do after work, I'm not going to get home till like 7.30 or something. I'm like, I got a while until dinner. And it's just like <sighs> double chocolate. Um, Maybe the German chocolate. You're just a big chocolate guy. You know, I, I, I prefer the chocolates. I'm a little iffy on, like, I just prefer my bars to feel like I'm eating sugar. It yeah. helps me. But it's not. It's actually very healthy for you. So it really get, helps me get through the, the day until I can eat dinner. That's right, Ethan. Only five grams of net sugar in these built Bars and five grams of net carbs to go along with 19 grams of protein and just 130 calories. Uh, when you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use our promo code LOCKDOWN, you will get 20% off of your next order. Just use that promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. Fender off gives him the business. And the NHL regular season is underway, and the best way to keep track of it all is by subscribing to Locked On NHL. Local experts each week bring you the biggest stories, game recaps, and fantasy advice all in one podcast. Subscribe to Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts. All right, segment three. All right, segment three here at the Locked On Red Wings podcast. We've got some exciting news uh, coming out. This is from uh, the Red Wings Reddit, actually, that I, that I saw this. Uh, apparently, somebody in there is a season ticket holder. And they got an email from the Wings today uh, saying that they will start allowing more fans in the stands uh, starting Saturday against the Panthers because of the new Michigan guidelines. Uh, I guess it will now allow up to 500 guests, uh, which is still not a lot. Like that, can you bump it up to 1,000? Like that's still one 5% capacity. How am I it's supposed to get plenty of room for social distancing? 
I'm trying to go to a Red Wings game. How am I supposed to get tickets? Yeah. Uh, it says, sounds How like some tickets will these? be offered to season ticket holders and some may be sold eventually. Oh, okay. So I can't. Probably not. Unless you pay top dollar for them. Just go on Craigslist. That always works. So yeah, that'll be exciting. Maybe we can maybe we can start having guys in the stands like chirping uh, chirping the other team's players now. Got to find a hot mic somewhere. Yeah, I I also see so in the comment section of this post, I did not hear this last night, but uh, Mickey basically was like, "Oh, I wish we had their governor, then we could have fans in the stands." And then Ken just didn't say anything, and then <laughs> the, the play just went back to. Uh, so, good old Mick. Mick's it. been on an absolute tear lately. He said. <laughs> So he dropped the F-bomb against the uh, Blue Jackets. And then he said bitching against the Stars and or against the uh, Blackhawks. And then last night <laughs> when the Stars scored, he just goes, God dang it. So he's just, the man's on fire. The man he's is just having just, fun. He really is. And uh, <laughs> he was killing it last night. He was feeling himself. He was in his, uh, he had like this, the shirt and tie with the flannel over it and the pop collar. He was I love that too. Last night, I feel like he's he's just watching games at home. That's how I genuinely feel like he is right now. Yeah, uh, and I so I actually went on the Lockdown Sharks podcast, and uh, we we got a text from Kyle Demetrius, who was a friend of the program. You know him if you've been a, a longtime listener of the show. Uh, and he texted us like a week ago, and he was like, "How do you guys do this? These got these broadcasters are so boring." And I took such great offense to that. And, I don't even uh, think I could answer him. <laughs> yeah. So I went on, I, I ended up doing their show today and I called him out on it and uh, had our boy mixed back. So that is where uh, we will leave it for now. And then we will be back tomorrow with a game recap of part two stars first Red Wings. Uh, and hopefully our boys can come home for their weekend series with the Panthers. They play Saturday and Sunday. Uh, on a little bit of a hot streak. Maybe they can pick up some wins before they come back to Detroit. So we'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. You're locked on Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.